weekend, we lost a true international idol, an icon, a legend in sports and beyond. He inspired so many people, so many people he inspired. Kobe Bean Bryant, the Black Mamba, um, passed away on a Sunday. And normally I would make an episode of this podcast, you know, for entertainment and comedy purposes, swearing and, you know, deliberate immaturity. But today I have to pay respects to literally one of my idols. Like he was one of my heroes growing up. And I believe a lot of people felt the same way. I believe that we have to mourn together and we have to share our experiences from every corner of the earth. Um, Because in the news coverage, we're getting a lot of, you know, people that knew him and people that could tell personal stories. And often they're um, celebrities and former teammates, but it, it his reach goes far beyond that. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, you know that as well. If you were a fan of his, even if you weren't a fan of his. There was a time for 20 years you couldn't go anywhere without Kobe Bryant um, having influence on something, somewhere. And it's a tough, tough, tough um, feeling that we are all mourning with right now. Um, It's almost unbelievable. In my lifetime, this is probably the most shocking and the most shocking and and just terrible, horrible, unexpected event to happen to a public figure. Like we've had deaths of celebrities and mainstream pop culture icons that we kind of saw coming. Like we've like Michael Jackson, we knew that. He wasn't well. Same with Prince, you know. Um, Same with a lot of people. Like, they've lived long lives and had complicated um, personal lives. But with Kobe Bryant, it was not expected. He was still relatively young. And NBA superstars, they don't die. Like, how like Mike is still around, you know, Kareem is still around, Magic is still around, Bird is still around. It's crazy. So I wanted to share with you all the story of my story with living in Kobe Bryant's world, basically. Because it's like the. A lot of people 
will have this same perspective and I don't feel like the media coverage is going to do it justice because it, they won't know just how big he was. <clears throat> Excuse me. They won't understand and and acknowledge, well not acknowledge, but they just won't um have the information. They they weren't witness to how big Kobe Bryant was in black communities around the world, you know. Um, so I'm going to share that perspective, and I, I hope that a lot of people can find comfort and just commonality with the story, because he was literally my hero. Not just in sports, but in life for a very long time. I, you know, I am admittedly a, you know, a, a sports fanatic. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard to find out who Kobe Bryant was, but I, I was watching him since I was 10 years old. Like, think about that. I literally grew up watching this person and watching them grow up at the same time. And that's kind of where uh, I want to start by saying that, you know, basketball in the black communities was life. You know, especially if you grew up in the ghettos and you know, this is the late 90s and we didn't have, you know, electronics. We didn't have Facebook or Twitter or none of that shit. We just, we went outside and we played. And you were lucky, lucky if you had a basketball court near where you lived or if you knew someone with a basketball hoop. And that's what we did. You know, that's what we did to pass the time. That's what we did to have fun and compete with each other. And this was after Jordan. Like, we, my generation, we didn't grow up watching Jordan in the 80s. You know, we watched Jordan on his way out. We watched him, you know, win his last championships. So that wasn't our guy. And we didn't have a guy until Kobe came along. Kobe was our Jordan. So seeing this young man come into the league who wasn't much older than we were growing up, you know? So we saw a lot of ourselves in this young man who was extremely talented. And you're like, you're looking at it and they keep mentioning, they, they always mention how he was straight from high school, like straight from high school. And we couldn't believe like this kid basically is playing with these full-grown adult NBA players. So that inspired an entire generation, like an entire generation, to play basketball more. Like, I shit you not, everybody wanted to be Kobe Bryant. Like, everybody, everybody, n not just, you know, not 
people that clearly had basketball talent. I'm talking about people that were just out there playing pickup games. You know, you take a fadeaway jump shot, you're saying Kobe after that jump shot. It might not have been fundamental or it might not have looked as pretty as Kobe's did, but that's that was like what everyone did. And I'm sorry if I'm bouncing all over the place here because it hasn't even been, well, it has been a little bit over 24 hours and it's still so much to process. There's so much to process. Uh, because if you grew up watching this person like I did, he was an influence on your life. Like Kobe was the entire reason a generation of people got interested in basketball and in turn interested in other things as well. Maybe they found out they weren't good at basketball, so they got interested in athletics, but they still remained a Kobe Bryant fan. Maybe they realized they weren't good at basketball, but they met some people along the way that they were good at other things and introduced them to something else. And that all branches back to watching Kobe Bryant. Watching, like, seeing him play and watching, he was like must-watch TV. I shit you not. That's the crazy thing about it. I don't remember a time after where it, it was appointment television to watch Kobe Bryant play in the regular season. Like, after Kobe Bryant's retirement, like, even while he was still playing for a little bit, that it didn't have that same aura, you know, that must-watch TV feeling. But when Kobe was in his prime and when he first started and when it was like the Shaq and Kobe era, it was must-watch TV. Regular season games versus like the Knicks or, you know, uh, the Rockets or the Spurs. Games that pretty much they didn't mean anything. But you just wanted to see him play. And when he f made a clutch shot, you felt good. When they won a the game, you felt like you won something. Because you were just so invested in this person. You were growing up watching him. And he was growing up right before our eyes. For 20 years. So it's it's almost unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And it's unbelievable that people um it's unbelievable that the people who were also on on that uh, on that helicopter, you know, it's just so unfortunate. So unfortunate. You never know. You just never know when it's your time. You never know. He, from reports, he's done this thousands of times. Thousands of times. And just this one time, something goes wrong. Right, my prayers go out to everyone involved. The families that have to deal with this horrible situation. 
you know, Kobe and his daughter, that's like, that's heartbreaking. To see a father and his daughter perish on the same day and knowing that there's nothing anyone can do about it, nothing that he can do about it. And I, I pray that, you know, the Bryant family gets over this uh, or works through this, I should say. You got an entire world backing you right now. I don't remember what it was like when, you know, some big global icon died. I was too young for all that. Um like, I probably wasn't alive when Princess Diana died. I wasn't alive when Kennedy died. Um, but this feels like that. Like, whatever that felt like, this feels like that. Because I never in my life met Kobe Bryant. And, you know, I never will now. But I still feel like he was a part of my life. So many, you know, Saturday and Sunday afternoons watching ABC or TNT, you know, as an adolescent, just sitting there rooting for him and wanting him to win. Like he had the mentality that you knew he was going to do all it took to will his team to victory. It was so captivating. You wanted to have that same intensity. You as a viewer, you wanted to like it was you wanted to be in like in his presence and you wanted to capture whatever it was that that made his drive. You know? And it's not like when you're rooting for your favorite team, whatever they are, and they win and you're you're happy, you know. It's like you're seeing this person put everything into their craft. Everything. And it's like you're you want them to succeed. And then when they they're gone and they they're not doing that anymore. You want them to succeed in whatever's next. And he was barely getting started in the what's next. And he was already succeeding because he just had that drive. And I've never met this man. I've never met this man. But he was such an icon. And he was such a beloved public figure, especially after the retirement, you know, while he was playing, he wasn't very liked because, you know, Kobe was a killer. That's the Mamba mentality. You know, Kobe was a killer. You know. But after he retired, he just became, you know, seen as this loving, capable, providing dad, father, you know, husband. And for the black community, especially that same black community, 
that grew up watching him the same way that I did was rooting for him or rooting against him the same way and saw him grow up, saw the ups and the downs to see that at the end of his career where he just seemed like this happy dad who wanted to take care of his kids and go on the second half of his life and put his everything into that the way he did into athletics. Seeing that as a as a African-American person, that, like, it's beyond inspiring. That's beyond any sort of um, motivation that anyone can see or perfect example. It's huge. I know the world's heart is heavy today. And I'm going to try to do my best to um, honor his memory as best as I can. And hopefully you all out there, you can do the same thing. I didn't want to talk too much about basketball or, you know, his his statistics and where he stands on the all time list. Like, who gives a fuck about that? Like, at the end of the day, Kobe Bryant was a human being. Like, did he have wealth and fame and fortune and God given talent and ability? Yes. But. At the end of the day, if anything, this shows you that he was human. So I want to talk. I wanted to talk about his human effect on other humans. Because he inspired a generation of people to believe in something like that's corny as fuck. But if you was a Lakers fan in the early to mid 2000s and the late 2000s. If you were a Lakers fan, you fucking bled Lakers. You bled Kobe because you believed in it and he made you believe. And if you were a kid in the late 90s and the early 2000s and you were on those basketball courts playing with your friends, he made you believe that that fadeaway was going to go in. You know? He made you believe that as a kid, you can do anything. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the odds. And I think that's what his legacy should be about as a human being. Until the next time, guys.